This is the Morning Routine with Dr. Daryl Jones. Morning Routine is a daily devotional podcast for those who are raising, educating, and growing the next generation. Well, if you haven't done it yet, it's time to start hauling all the sweaters back upstairs, back into the main room, start digging out the parka, looking for the winter coat. It is November the 3rd, and yep, it's, uh, yeah, it's that time. Reading this morning from a great, a great book of the Bible. I love First and Second Samuel, the story of of King Saul and King David, and and what makes them so different. My first sermon series as a brand new senior pastor many years ago was contrasting the life of Saul with the life of David. Why is one a, a man that God? was sorry that he ever made king, and yet another, not a gem of a man, David, was a man after God's own heart. Fascinating study we find in First and Second Samuel. Well, this morning we're in Second Samuel chapter 9, verses uh, 6 through 8, where King David has taken the throne, all is going well within his kingdom, and we pick it up in verse 6. And Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and paid homage. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, Behold, I am your servant. And David said to him, Do not fear, for I will show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan, and I will restore to you all the land of Saul your father, and you shall eat at my table always. And he paid homage and said, But what is your servant that you should regard such a dead dog as I? At this point in Second Samuel, King David's throne is well established. His predecessor, Saul, had been killed along with Saul's son, Jonathan, who was David's best friend. The relationship between these three men was strained, to put it mildly. David and Jonathan became close friends, even while Jonathan's father, King Saul, pursued David to kill him. David was actually anointed to be the next king, but refused to kill Saul on multiple occasions or to take the throne by force. Also, David was married to one of Saul's daughters and had otherwise made commitments to Saul and Jonathan. Dysfunctional? Maybe just a little. In today's text, David wants to make good on his commitment to the family of Saul and Jonathan, and so he seeks for a descendant to whom he might show kindness. This is striking in the ancient world because a new king might well try to put any previous king's descendants to death to ensure no competition. David is led to the crippled son of Jonathan named Mephibosheth whose name means mouth of shame. He was living in Lodabar, a phrase which means no thing. A crippled man whose father was dead, who might well have a target on his back since he was once a royal heir, who was living in a no thing place, and the king seeks for him. He must have thought that he would be put to death, but David reassures Mephibosheth that he doesn't intend to harm him. Instead, he restores him to the land of Saul and restores his place at the king's table. In an instant, Mephibosheth's fortunes are turned around. 
David's kindness to Mephibosheth teaches us many things. It's a picture of being faithful to keep promises, as David did with Jonathan. It's an encouragement to be kind, even when cultural norms might pressure us to do otherwise. But it's also a picture of the King of Kings' kindness to us, who, like Mephibosheth, find ourselves lost and little until the King comes to us, offering us salvation and restoration. We eat at the King's table as sons of the living God. Rejoice this week and show God's kindness in turn to others. Christ is still on the throne. All is well. You have been listening to The Morning Routine, brought to you by the Herzog Foundation and hosted by its president, Dr. Daryl Jones. For more information, please visit HerzogFoundation.com.